so fiercely pressed by you, Christopher. I heard it from here. I heard the thump. I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission. What is your mission? To talk about things I dig. Yeah, cool. Good good start. Um, hello. <laughs> Inspirational. Well done. <laughs> this is a great start. My name is Cassie, and we are not together for the first time in a couple of weeks. Christopher, you are on the line somewhere. Yeah, I'm where I normally do it and you're not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am. I am not. I am home and I'm going to tell all the listeners why I'm not with you um, in person because I woke up with a sniffle and a sore throat and a little bit of an achy muscle. And it's probably because I've been moving and packing and cleaning and there is a lot of dust in the air, but I also didn't want to risk the the thing of being contagious so I woke up this morning and took myself and got the test and got it up the nose and up the mouth. And I am here from home, but we are still here together doing it. Hello. Thank you. That is my life story. You got it up the nose. And that's very important in this, uh, in this day and age that we, we've got the capability to work at home. If you don't need to come in, just don't, man. Stay home. I don't want to see your face anyway. That's it. That's it. You don't want to see my face. Um, and all you need to do is hear my <laughs> voice. Christopher, how are you today? Oh, well. <laughs> Apart from just hitting out all the rudeness I possibly can. Um, very good. Life is good. I cannot complain. Okay, great. Do you want me? Because I can complain. I've got so much to complain about. I'm sure, you know, many people might be listening to hear a song review, but you go for it. You complain <laughs> your head off. You know what? I, I could, I they could. They can wait or scroll through. This is bonus content. It's good. No, it's not. It's not. I'll just call my psych and get it out of the way instead of boring all of you with my problems. Um, but I am stoked. Thanks for not asking. Um, I saw some bands on Friday night. I went to a gig. I went to another real life gig, which it was at the Sydney My Music Bowl that you attended for the kids concert recently. And it was such a cool setup at that venue. Can I just say, like, Sydney My Music Bowl, if you're listening, never, ever, <laughs> ever change and go back to what you used to be. For the first time in my life, I could see the bands on the stage at that venue. I was just, like, so stoked and also so spewing that I hadn't been in that setup for when I saw Weezer there and spent the whole time looking at the back of dudes' heads. Dude's heads. Dude's oh. heads. Horrible. But it was so fun. Um, I saw Tropical Fuck Storm. Oh, my gosh. I just said the F word. <laughs> Cassie? <laughs> Tropical. Our mothers listen to this. Well, that's what the band is called, Mum. I didn't. Oh, well, I don't care. I'm, I'm of a mature age. I can swear. Um, and King Giz and Smarts. And it was really fun. And if you don't know any of those bands, which I'm sure you do know at least one of them. King Giz is short for King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you don't call them that whole thing. It's just King Giz. I mean, it's yeah, even... But you're, we're, we're, just, we're speaking to your, your mum right now. So <laughs> she just, we need to, you need to get the info out. True. Poor mum's there, like, Googling King Giz and finding all kinds of weird stuff. Mum, do not... Google King Giz, please. Um, I don't think Gizzard will help either, but anyway. It was so fun though. It was so fun and I loved just, I loved everything. And I actually, apart from like the other two days of the weekend, I'm feeling so pumped on that. And for the first time in my 30s, I saw a band that made me wish I was a musician and Tropical F-Storm just gave me all those good feels and vibes. And, and that's all. That's it. That's me digging live music, but that's not the show. That's just special content. Great. (laughs) 
you were so <laughs> unimpressed by my excitement. Let's just... just... No, I like it. I do. I just... I'm just being this jerk just for fun. This is the character. <laughs> to be honest, Chris loves live music. If he didn't, I wouldn't even be his friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked that you are, though. This is good. We get to talk about stuff like this. I want you to tell me the clues story. What's the go with clues? Do you want Can, some clues? CL, yeah, please, some hints, C-L-E-W-S, because uh, they're, a, they're an artist that I, I, I hear their stuff regularly. It comes up, uh, Spotify actually have been recommending them make, to me for a while, and I've liked their songs, but I still don't really know who they are and why uh, we've got this song that is one of the favorite songs that you've ever brought in. It's They um. are... Unreal. Oh, hang on. I first but who thought, are they? I first thought you didn't like them and then you completely did a backflip and you do like them. I think I just thought you were making me explain myself based on the fact that you didn't like them, but you do. Whew, I'm confused. Um, They're great. I want to know more because they're good. And they've and I, I am aware of their songs but and they're good of their on my radar. I like them. And why is this so good? And what's their go? Yeah. To be honest, I don't know much about them. They don't really give off much. They've been doing this for a while. They play a lot. I remember seeing their name a lot on gig posters, um, particularly here in Melbourne and those sort of smaller venues that we love, such as the Workers Club and the Grace Darling and, you know, those really cool little nooky places that you play before you play the festivals. Um, they have a really cool dark side and I can see and hear that kind of darker nineties influence, which is you and I to a T. Um, they've almost got that like goth image in a way, even though currently it's all white and pretty, but you know, they've got that darker image. Do you know, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Are you talking like Stevie Nicks witchy? Yes. Thank you. That's exactly it. Thank you. I'm so glad that you could read my mind just then. Um, my very good friend who has fantastic music taste that you met at the tote the other week, Brit, got me onto this duo and you and her have got very similar taste in music, which I think she said to you, IRL, that when we disagree with music, she always takes your side, <laughs> which... So she bloody well should. <laughs> um so I'm going to give Brett... Anyone who doesn't has to have a look at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Um, no. I just I think I just called her Brett, but I'm going to give Brit full credit for getting clues into my radar because they're just... They're cool and I don't know much about them and that's okay. Um, they are still considered a young band. They're still, I guess, considered up and coming. Um, and I that's said good. last week I haven't really... I haven't seen them live yet, which I really want to because of life just getting in the way, but it's on my bucket list of this year to make sure I do see them in concert because this new stuff has got a bit more of a dancier vibe to it. And that's just going to, I guess, add to that live experience. Just add it, add add it, you know, make it a bit more of a, of a thing and a bit more of a fun time. So that's what I'm, that's it. Did I answer your question? Feels good. I, it's a, I love that song. Yay. I'm freaking glad. And I'm surprised that we haven't talked about them sooner. Like I'm really shocked that you or I haven't been on this bit of a rant about them this time last year because they have been releasing stuff at a pretty steady pace. But um, I'm glad yeah, you like I've, Yeah, I've put them in playlists of mine, but never enough to for me to talk about it. But no, that's great. Tell me about my friend, Mr. Wilkes Cryer. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's Andrew WK. Yes. If anyone didn't understand. <laughs> so your your fairy godfather, the 
the you, your Dolly Parton to the me, the you, I don't know. Look, I love Andrew WK. I do. And I see your love and obsession. I also feel like I am the you in this episode where previously I have been a bit ridiculous and a bit over the top about some people and my love and obsession has clouded my opinion of the song. And you, shockingly, are the more ridiculous one in this equation this week. I feel that you have the rose-coloured glasses on and that you love Andrew so much that you couldn't really see or speak clearly last week. (laughs) You're basically (laughs) saying the song sucked. Look, it doesn't suck at all because Andrew WK is fun. He's always fun. It was a This is the issue. This is... This might be the issue because yeah. not a song about partying and inspo. Yeah. And that's what you're expecting. And so please take, I, would, I recommend another listen knowing that it's not a please party song. Yeah. I Disappointed isn't the word and I don't want to be critical because Andrew as a person, personality character is a legend, right? So I, I can't, I can't even utter a negative thing about Mr. WK. What I will say is that it was a little bit too Coheed and Cambria, too Dragon Force, too much um, game gamer music for me. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's it's Andrew WK, so it still rocks. I don't know. Um, if you have been listening on the Spotify playlist, you would have just heard it. The song is called Babylon. Um, if you don't have Spotify, that's cool. We don't hate you. We still love you. And you can go find it and tell us what you think and make your own opinion of it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, yeah, like similar to Kesha, you, you're in this, you're in the market for inspiring songs and which Andrew has done a lot of before. Like, yeah, music is worth living for kind of vibe. And it's not that. So I understand where it might have not tick the box you wanted it to. That's exactly it. But look, I might listen back to it in like three weeks time in a different headspace and love it. So watch this space. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not putting it in the bin. It's just not no, in my just, heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Chris, while we're talking about you and your music taste, what are you digging this week? It took me just because of the years that my music taste evolved and actually grew up into not a kid. Um, UMI took me a couple of years to get into. So I, I flourished in the living end, uh, Grinspoon, Super Jesus, Silver Chair era, right? And then UMI came to me a couple of years later and I had to go back and research. And this, like, last week, out comes this song that could have been an absolute massive smash in 1995. And it sounds so good. We we threw it on Triple M straight away and it just bursts out the speaker and absolutely Hang booms. on, don't give and it away I'm, where we work. Oh, our cover is blown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's not blown. We've done it before. I'm completely delighted that UMI have a new song and it's so, it, it's so clever and so catchy and just booms. And I hope that the general public think it's as awesome as I do. Because, uh, yeah, it, UMI back. It's such a funny thing, that UMI conversation. As you started that, I was thinking, I've already had this conversation with you, but then I remembered it was actually the other Holland in my life. <laughs> my 
partner, Gordon Holland, who um, also is a similar, in a similar, you are my position yeah. as you, where he never really got it when it came out. He was very heavily into the Jebediah and the, the Ben Lee and the Super Jesus and the Sleepy Jackson. So it was still in that world. And I'm sure he's seen you are my a bunch of times live as you would have as well, given the world that all of those Aussie bands at that era worked in and they played all the same shows and stuff but he didn't really get it and I'm like dude you are such a UMI fan as are you um so it's so interesting that that I don't know how they were kind of missed by a few of those really diehard Aussie rock fans but alas the cycle it's a weird cycle but I'm so glad you're onto it um I already heard that song I already love it so I'm not gonna say too much now though because we're gonna keep that for next week but yes thank you it's exactly what yeah yep that's it yeah. I'm going to shut it's up. It's their particular timing. They weren't they weren't smashing out new songs in ni- 1999. Yeah. They, that was when they were in a, a gap. And yeah, Dress Me Slowly, I deliberately worked on that. It's like Jeff Buckley, Grace. It's like, no, I, I know I don't get it, but I'm going to listen to it again and hopefully I get it. And then I did. And then you and I clicked oh. in hindsight. It's, you know, those ones, you know, when we used to have the time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but life just kind of changed with iPhones and things. But there used to be a, you know, like when you would repeatedly listen to an album and then you, the reward is finally getting it. Yeah. And like laying on the bed with the booklet out and reading every single lyric and reading every single liner note and looking at the weird little photos that they put in there. Um, that was absolutely what I would do with my spare time, which I had a lot of when I was a kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. And but this new Euromai song, it took me one second. It's so good. I love it. I'm so here for it. Um, and I have a feeling that a few other people that listen to this podcast are going to be digging this song because it, it falls in that wheelhouse, I think, of our collective loves. Cool. <laughs> what are you digging Right, I am taking us overseas. I am taking us to the US of A. It's great. All right, cool. Let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, well, I can't physically go there, so let's go there musically. Um, this is a song. It's a solo release of a singer of a band that I adore. Bob Evans. He's Australian. Um, the guy I am talking about goes by the name of Justin Courtney Pierre, which is actually his real name. I don't know why he says he goes by that name. Well, I think it's his real name. He is the singer of a band called Motion City Soundtrack that I just love. Like, I am obsessed with this band. Um, They're no longer a band anymore. They're one of those poppy emo ones. They absolutely are one of those poppy emo ones, and I don't care. Judge me all you want. Um, His solo stuff is great. He's been working on it slowly in the background, releasing little bits and pieces, but nothing too full on. Um, But I'm going to bring in his new single that was out a week ago. Uh, It's called Footsteps. And if you do like that emo punky sound, you're going to love this. It's really nostalgic. It's got a really fun like journey to the song as well. Like it really takes you on a bit of an adventure. Um, It just takes me to that spot of being with friends Um, and it's nostalgic. It's absolutely freaking nostalgic. So if you don't like that sound of music, you might not like it, but please listen to it with an open mind because I know that those genres are often tarred with a bit of a, a bit of a brush. So please don't, please be kind. (laughs) (laughs) I've already done it. Oh no. No, no, Don't, don't. I love it. And I just adore this artist and I feel that, um, his songwriting and lyrics are just one of the best Ever. He's very tricky and 
this is a sort of artist that you need to get out the songbook, even though there isn't a physical one, and read the lyrics while you're listening to the song. And um, yeah, even if it is laying on your bed while you're a bit angry at your mum, if you have to go back to those moods, please do it. That's good. Channeling helps. Channeling, get there, do it. I believe in you. I need to add, for those who don't have the Spotify and aren't going to hear it immediately now, I don't think I said that the title of the UMI song is called The Water Boy. It's got nothing to do with Bobby Boucher or Adam Sandler, but the song is called The Water Boy. So you can look it up yourself. That's right. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this on whatever platform you do. Um, We appreciate you all. And we appreciate Not For Print Pods who have us in their cuddle of podcasts. Is that a thing? It's a thing now. A plural of podcasts is called a cuddle now. I've just invented that. Thank you for listening. Here is some music.